0: We were talking about something huge this morning. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. Yeah. Um, what was your uh, fragrance when you were younger? Ooh, my and it was a big debate, wasn't it? Massive debate. I mean, I put it on my Instagram, didn't I?
1: And yeah. people were coming up with dupe and other, other things. I had two, really. It's baby blue jeans Versace. Yeah. That was massive for me. Um, and I used to like this one that no one really knew about. It was Lacoste orange. And it smelled like an orange peel. And they made it obsolete, so I don't, would have got <laughs> it now. You're the only person that bought it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why <laughs> it's obsolete. What
0: was yours? Izzy Miyake. Old school. Does that still exist? I, I, do you, I don't think they really still do it, but they, when you go into the toilet, there's yeah. like loads of like spray sprays. Minutes, yeah, Does that still happen?
1: It's must have. Been. We don't go clubbing anymore, so we don't know. <laughs> like four in the morning, they give you a lollipop, don't they? You give them five, and they give you a lollipop and a spray. You go, there you go, mate, no so problem. It's a good
0: value. Very good value. Right, so this week we've got a few... Um, new stories to talk about, all about Dubai real estate. This is what we do on Taking Care of Business. So, first thing we we'll want to talk about this week is the W Hotel, or the W in downtown, yeah. developed by Dal al Arkan Yes. Keep moving, don't Yeah, you're rocking. Um,
1: Dal al Arkan, well, first of all, congratulations. I believe you are an investor in this project now, <laughs> like yes, you are in most people. I, I, I get to hear from Cardiff, like, oh yeah, I just bought one of them. I'm like, oh, have you now? <laughs> like, Tell me about, are you going to say to me, tell me about the W that you bought there. So what is W, why have you bought there, and why should people buy in the W? Uh,
0: Dalal Larkin are probably one of the biggest private developers in the Middle East, specifically in Saudi. Yep. Uh, first development in downtown Dubai and in Dubai. Um, it's obviously a branded residence, which is very much a feature uh, focus at the moment in Dubai or around the world, really. You know, branded residents are very much a big thing. For me, why I bought there was um, downtown in general, I think it's a fantastic development. I like the look of the development. It's the W. The valleys are pretty good, and I think the rental yields will be good in years to come also.
1: I agree. You did say to me you went to Barcelona and W and you wasn't impressed with it, but was that due with your age? Or was that because you went to the wet deck, you said, in
0: Barcelona, and you didn't really enjoy it so no, you bought in the W so I need to understand great, what's happened however I had two children in the yes. W and there's and clubs going off and it's like not really
1: when was that time you went to a club <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be five stress. it's, go, it's got to be a couple of years <laughs> a couple I've not seen you in a club it's got to be five
0: years can you years. not like, count that a pool party is like a club no I'm about <laughs> a club like hundreds of people dancing it's discotheque been a while let me tell you it's, the hangover with children next morning is not worth it but now you've got the W in downtown so you can I'll get to show me okay, how you dance really for
1: youth. two fingers <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool, man. So W Hotel launched Della Darkin. It's going to be a great development. Uh, we've had a lot of success there already. I think we've pretty much sold a couple of floors. We were given some uh, units to
1: sell, tested by the developers, and they said, go and get
0: them sold. And
1: obviously our developer off-plan team, which big shout out to them, I think they've sold a property every day for the last 30 days, um, and I think they've got so much more going. I think we've got a team of 20 off-plan agents now working yes. there. And we get a lot of people come to us so we're getting a lot of demand now and a lot of people wanting to work for small developer sales and that was really good put the asset test with the w for, to go and sell that project so that was really good we talked about branded projects before and if you look at the branded projects the sls the w the sls will come on to emerge we talked about it last week uh the six we talked about the atlantis uh, the dorchester these projects they're high super high net worth Individuals, not the W, in a nice, possible way. The W is for high net worth. You super high net worth is your door chest, etc. And there's no levels to it. The W is of this high end standard hotel apartments. The SLS is of the same standard. Now the SLS, we're going to jump into that quickly. That was a launch that happened a few months ago. Um, I've seen the first ever, and it's for anyone watching this. Question marks asked
0: fractional ownership title deed. So that basically means that you own a part of a title D, right. a part of a title D. So for example, SLS are allowing people to buy a percentage, whether it's 25%, 50% or 75% of one of their properties. And what's really good about the development in, in particular is they are guaranteeing you a return on investment of 7%. Um, and it would also guarantee to buy the property back in 10 years at the purchase price you had. So you're receiving, up to 7% and if you want the buyback 5% um, return on your money um, so for me in terms of getting into the marketplace I think um, you can get in at a studio apartment at 270,000 dirhams and it works its way up to circa 1.2 million so anyone that's looking to get into the marketplace this is a really really good
1: option so I'm just, I was pulling up the title then to see what it says because a lot of people said can it cannot be done in Dubai and I was questioning it really because it was being done so the title of has got it on my phone here looking at it Uh, it's an affidavit of share in common real estate and it breaks down the square footage that you own in the unit what floor it's on the basic information so it breaks down the percentage of the ownership so it's really really key on there the
0: title deed is if you own 25 percent of the unit you don't actually see who the other owners are on the title deed so everything is specific to you obviously to your own personal details so if you own 25 percent You'll get your return on your investment of five or seven percent, whichever option you decide to choose, but you'll never know who these owners are.
1: So if we look at the SLS an example, and the reason it was so successful for us is if you want to buy a one bed apartment in SLS, I think, or two bed size. You get a studio starting
0: at two fifty
1: share. No, not normal. It's two two point five million for a two bed, is that right? Uh, it's a bit cheaper than that. Okay, fine. So is it if I'm not mistaken, the opening price to own a share in an apartment is four hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars. It's about two seventy ish. For a studio. For a studio, Okay, yeah. fine. The two beds I was talking about. So you can have a share in that for half a minute of 200,000. So really, if you're an investor and you want to get into the market while well, the market's going up,
0: 200,000 dirhams you can get in. Correct. In the SLS. Yes. And have, most importantly, a guaranteed return on investment. Nothing's guaranteed enough. They're guaranteeing a return on investment and they guarantee guaranteed to buy it back in 10 years.
1: So if you've got two let's call it 250,000 dirhams, mm-hmm. they're guaranteed 7%. Correct. And so then 5% is... if you want
0: a buy back on your
1: money. Trying to work out what it is. So if you put in 250000 you probably get
0: about 20000 a year. It's amazing. Net return. Very good. Very, very good. In, in the banks at the moment, next to nothing. So guaranteeing return investment. For, for us, we see it as someone that's looking to look for different Portf- uh, different property portfolio in terms of yeah. different, the uh, diversifying the options, or someone that's looking for their first investment. Great, great, great. We talked about this in inflation. Uh, me and Spencer did last week, and we said that
1: you know if, if you've got money in the bank, it's depreciating at such a rate that you have to make your money work, otherwise you're in negative equity. If you leave your money in the bank every year, I think he was saying it goes down six pounds out of hundred pounds or six dirhams. Out. So it's just like if you're not on a six or seven percent yield. As the market inflates, you're not making the money. So if you've got two hundred thousand in bank, go and make twenty thousand on your money. Because we sit there and go, oh, I'll keep the money in the bank when it's not actually doing anything;
0: it's actually going down in value. So really, really good option. Something we should look out for, and if you can speak to off-plan team. There are still some units left to get into. Yeah. So next thing
1: on our list of news for Dubai was the main category of educating people on the market, what's going on in Dubai. There's a massive announcement uh, last. I think it was last month it was broad, but I just read it in the news today, and I just wanted there's a bit more information. I'm just going to read it out to you. Dubai has listed uh, DWA on the stock exchange. Dubai Water and Electricity. Um, they have offered um, the 6.5% of the utility company of share capital, and they want to have three trillion in the stock market by the end of 2022 now the stock market for me in dubai has been a pretty much stock starter because they've had quite a few big companies delist due to fight the financial crisis in addition to the real lack of confidence so
0: what do you make of a government entity listing their their assets on there do you think it's a good thing really good thing i think it, hopefully it will encourage more more people to follow suit because the government are prepared to put their, put a yeah. one of their entities on there I think more transparency clearly is going to raise a lot of inc- lot of money for for the government entities. Definitely. Like um, I say, coming back to it, if there if there's more flexibility for more businesses over the years and months to come, whether it's smaller businesses, yeah. to list, I think it will only be a good thing.
1: There was companies, um, other companies that have been mentioned. So to give you an idea, this is again just from the research I've done. Etislat, do. Um, what's the company that does the cars in Dubai? The, they actually give the, tri- the licenses?
0: DBL, uh, the uh, DBL, RTA. RTA. Yeah.
1: So all these government entities, and the reason they want to get into that is because they want to give the confidence to Dubai, the liquidity into it. I mean, w- probably we're at the size realistically where we could list. Yes. And I think if you're at our size and you're looking at comparative companies in the UK, and we're not at that size yet, but your Foxton's and your other large companies, Purple Bricks, they're the market marketing estate the agents and they went down that route now for us at the moment never say never we're not looking to list but we most companies at this size don't even have an option
0: there's not an aim equivalent market for Correct. us over here and I think that's Correct. the big thing If in the next couple of years if they can bring in a marketplace where it allows people to either generate more funds for their business or exit yeah. the better and I think all the little things are put the place at the moment. and I think that's going to be more and more possible with 100% ownership, which we've talked about.
1: I mean, we spoke to the, the, the stock market about six years ago, if I remember correctly, and this is just relevant information for anyone int- interested. And when we went, went there, they openly said to us, you're nowhere near the size that we needed to be. And we were like, wow, okay. Now, fortunately, we've grew to the point where we're way past what they wanted before. But there must be so many companies that think, how do I raise more money? How do I grow a business? How do I look at reversing it into the stock exchange? And unless you are a six, seven, eight, nine, nine-figure business, ten-figure business, you don't have a chance of getting the stock exchange. In so dollars as well. That's in key dollars, thing. yeah, of course, that's of a key course. Key
0: thing. Uh, But I do think that's coming. I think in the next couple of years, I think you'll see more options for SMEs, medium-sized businesses, upwards.
1: Well, I think there is an issue in SMEs at the moment where, again, this conversation is another point, but, you know, trying to get a credit card for this company... (laughs) Any of our businesses. Mind-blowing. And you show them our turnover, our profits, that I mean, they know when money we've got in the bank, and they go, oh, we're not sure on that. And we bank with the same bank for 14, 15 years. Got to the point where we said we're going to close the bank if you don't give us credit cards. We need it for operational purposes for our new businesses. In the end, they come good. But I was sitting there thinking, wow, like, it's not about the money. Like, let's say, for instance, we had drivers out. So we talk about the maintenance business, which we're specifically for, and we'll just go into a bit of detail to understand how SMEs struggle. So we need a credit card for our bank. They wouldn't give it us for, we're talking four months, really, five months, wasn't it? And we were send a paper back and forth. And what we're having to do is to buy parts for our maintenance company, we're having to get cash. Or if we didn't have the cash on the spot and the guy needed it, he would have to put out his credit card and we would pay them back. And I
0: was like, what is this world we're living in? So SMEs definitely need... It needs to be easier to conduct business from the banking side of things. I did see something with, with, I think it might have been Rack Bank a couple of weeks ago where... You know they're bringing in a service where it's going to be a easier to either lend or open a bank account. You know, in the UK, setting up a bank account, business bank account, yes, there's lots of red tape to go through, but it is actually quite easy yeah. and and to go through stuff. Whereas here, it's a little bit more. There's more questions asked. I get, and I understand the reason why, but you've got a track record like us. Yeah, come on.
1: I get it, but again, that's why I've always said banking here is a little bit behind the. European, American markets. It's
0: interesting to see that there's more, um, there's an emergence of digital banks or people are attempting to open digital banks. So there's one in Aberdaf being read about the other day. Obviously you've got Liv with Emirates MBD.
1: Interesting though, so Liv, and it's just for anyone else that's, in it, that's watching this. So Liv, and again, I'm gonna text a third party, because I've said, if Liv, if you're watching this, this might not be correct, but I'm gonna take a guess. <laughs> um, so my cousin's just opened a Liv bank account and she's rented a property through, uh, through us. Live, don't, don't give checkbooks, checkbooks if yeah. you are a digital bank, which is mind blowing. If the whole economic status of real estate rentals is based on checks,
0: I think that product in particular and some of these digital startups are aimed at people that are either very new to Dubai or are in and out of Dubai with this uh, investment. You need visa. a check though to rent. I get it, but may I still believe and I hope that checks will be gone. They at will go in the future, and I think that's maybe what they're pushing towards. Do you know what's crazy? So it's been five months five months since expo started wow. and that's the first time last week I went it's quite bad isn't it
1: okay so give me your you're a father of two and two dogs yes Um. and a husband as well
0: I'm a husband yeah. I've got a husband yes. no you've got a husband <laughs> on the side
1: <laughs> my question to you is
0: you've been there yeah honest feedback for anyone that's watching that hasn't been I think it's very well organised yeah I think what they've done in there is, quite frankly, really beautiful. I think there's lots to do there. Yeah. You (laughs) need to be prepared to walk because it's so big. It's massive, isn't it? And I think if they turn it into residential, commercial or shopping outlet, I think that'd be incredible. And I think people will still want to go beyond Expo.
1: My perspective, and we talked about this off camera before, is... I'm going to be brutally honest, I don't really have an interest in the history of other countries, and that's really naive of me, or the future of how that's going to look. I'd rather go on techradar.com <laughs> or somewhere like that and figure out what new technology is coming out. Um, so I never went there for that purpose. I went for the purpose of taking my, my, my kids for a walk, going outside. Now, what I come to see is that there was amazing restaurants there in nightlife. and what's actually transitioned is a few of my friends, in fact, the managing director of the business, went on a bar crawl, and he literally went to... Uh, for dinner and then drinks on different resorts. So there's the Magetigans, I think, is there, and they've got uh, the Australian place, and they've got the French place. So you can go for dinner and you can go for for drinks and walk all the way across, and that that street life
0: is effectively what's going to convert into the residential area that, that it, the people live. It, it there. will become. A, hopefully, it will become a destination, and they they convert it into some. You know, that, that walking around and being able to go into different places, not very really often. You haven't have that in Dubai. So one
1: place that does have it. City Walk Dubai City Walk have you been there on City Walk's amazing City Walk for me is is the closest you can get to in Dubai for London you walk through the streets and everyone's sitting yeah where well, you're sitting down you're having dinner there's a couple of restaurants that actually serve drinks outside which how that is not allowed at the moment still blows my mind but that's another conversation um and you just sit there and there's that street vibe of people you know you know the people watching the yeah, you and yeah. You know, that's what I do in London I'm terrible I sit there and I just judge everybody walks past <laughs> look at him look at her I'm terrible at it um, but that's where I think Expo will go That when it hands over um, and completes and in three weeks it hand, completes couple of weeks finishes 15 days um, if, I, th- I think that's going to be an exciting project if they can keep the street life because this is going to be the only issue that I'll say is you see how hard it is for retail to stay open yeah and it needs to be supported by the residents that are there, which is why City Walks work so well. So the residents that are living in in that development
0: need to make sure they're supporting it and be affordable. We are speculating now, so we don't. I don't genuinely know what's going to happen with it beyond yeah. Expo, but I think it'll be a good idea too. Imagine we to. just
1: say it and just knock it down, and we're like, the people are going to live there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it ties in quite well, though. Just talking about Expo because you, we talked off camera a moment ago about we talk a lot off camera. We do, yeah. <laughs> We sit next we to, sit to you the way, Literally like this. I'm like, you're right. How you doing? But you have uh, some friends who are in contact with you. Just saying, reached out to say, look, our contract is coming to the end with Expo. Yep. Really love Dubai. Not been here before Expo. Can you help us find some some a, a job really in Dubai in, in different fields? Do you think that's going to be a common theme across the board? 100. I I think that. The knock
1: on effect for Expo is going to be much of a bigger dent into the economy than what people are seeing people living there. So, at the moment, in a positive way, yeah, 100%. So, the people that are in Expo at the moment are probably in hotels within the Expo or somewhere close to the Expo. They're probably um, half attempting to live here, but knowing they've got to work so a little bit far away from where it is. I think that what will happen now, contracts will end. And exactly what's happening at the moment, my friends are saying they want to stay and live in Dubai. Can you find them jobs? We send them to our recruitment company. I went and see Cameron Head recruitment. He said to me, "Lewis, you don't know how many CVs and requests we've had to get permanent employment in Dubai. So when that happens, obviously there equals more residents. More residents equals more rented properties, which which creates a demand because there's not a lot of properties that are vacant, which pumps the prices up. Then people become the future buyers. So the economic effect is not what's happening at Expo. It's what we're gonna see Afterwards. very very soon.
0: Definitely." It's all good news. I think Expo has allowed people to fall in love with Dubai. There is some negative news, and I think we also share okay. the negative news.
1: Negative to homeowners, negative to potential purchasers, um, but it's obviously definitely was going to come it Is the interest rate, rate rises in the banks. I don't think we
0: can spin it as positive in
1: any way, shape, or it,
0: form. It's been coming. There will probably be more this year. Definitely. Certain banks have... Increase their interest rates based on their variable rate. So what we're encouraging at the moment is perhaps look at fixed products. Talk to me. Give give me the dumb version of variable rates. Okay. So variable rates is based on the base rate in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So it can be tracked based on the performance of interest rates. It can go up. It can go down, go down over the course of the year. Whereas so it's linked it, to the, the, the rates. Whereas if a fixed rate, obviously, you're fixing your rate for a period of, year, a period of time, three, five years. So you know exactly... What you're going to pay. We have seen a number of banks the last couple of months increase their rates by a quarter percent, three quarter. Uh, point Are you three. fixed on variable? It's terrible. I don't even know.
1: Oh, no, I wish, I'm sure I'm fixed because you pay more for a fixed, correct, than
0: you do variable. Um, but yeah, I knew you wouldn't know. That. <laughs> do you know what it is? It's because your first couple of years you're fixed, and yeah. then I'm, so I think I'm in a variable. I don't know. But well, anyway. the only reason I say
1: that, and it's because a lot of people that have said, "Oh my god." Interest rates are going up. Um, This is a disaster, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it really isn't a disaster. It doesn't matter if you're fixed or variable. The cost of a 1 million dirham mortgage at the current interest rate of 0.25 increased to 0.3%. Guess how much it is?
0: I know how much it is. It's 160 dirhams, roughly, based on a quarter of a percent increase. You could have went, oh, how much, Lewis? How much? I'm like, 160 (laughs) dirhams.
1: You could have made it more fun than that. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, most people have got a property between 1 million to 2.5 million. That's the average purchase price for a
0: townhouse. So again, if it's a 2 million dirham loan, you're talking approximately 320 dirhams. So it's not the be-all-end, though. And I
1: get that we don't want to spend more money, but the reality is is that are you gaining from... Yes, the inflation of
0: the mortgage has gone up, but do you think the price has gone up that? I think there'll be more than one or two interest rate rises this year but I actually don't think money's still cheap to borrow. 100%. And it's still easier to borrow. I agree. Um, we've actually got something coming up in about a week's time. Uh, well, we've got, you have a webinar. You can tell us a little bit about that and we also have a recruitment event. So, the webinar, I'm trying to just
1: do a few more um the beautiful thing about videos online is you can hit a major amount of audience and we've done virtual we've done seminars before where we've stood up in front of people and we've yeah. done it at the more of the emirates where we talk about wealth and real estate etc cetera, etc cetera. two years ago now that was. was um and i started to do another one just to educate people on what's going on in the market because a lot of people ask questions who's going to live in these houses that are being built how many people are living in dubai um you know how do you see dubai go a lot of people have an interest everyone you walk past has an interest so on the webinar, we break down the basics of how many people currently live in Dubai. How many people lived in Dubai ten years ago? What's the forecast for the next five years? How many houses are handing over? What's the price comparison to London to um, to Dubai? So, a perfect example that I talk about is the house you bought in, in London, the Berkeley development, was it? Yeah. Okay, and that's central Chelsea. Yeah. Do I you know price per square foot you paid? It's Eight thousand dirham per square foot. 8, I knew that already because yeah. I did the presentation. Yeah. Atlantis Residences, how much do I pay price per square foot for mine? Four. Okay. Four thousand euros.
0: Trust me, it's mad.
1: And I do this in a couple of different angles where I talk about the Burj Khalifa. So the Burj Khalifa is around... I think two thousand six hundred dirhams a square foot at the moment. Um, Ready property. My place in London that I've got is nearly eight thousand, nine thousand dirhams a square foot, and it's not an amazing. It's not like this uh, the world class development. It's it's nice. It's old court. It's a location. It? So I go through this and explain why people are buying here, what the population is, so. Um, Anyone that's interested, DM us and we will send you the link for the actual seminar webinar so you can watch that and get understanding for Dubai. That's for real estate agents that don't work for us, but also owners, sellers, tenants,
0: whoever, it's welcome to everybody. Yeah, if you're investing, you work in real estate for 45 minutes an hour of time, you're going to know more than you did before. Definitely. Lastly, we're recruiting. We've got a new office to fill 250 spaces. Our business is growing. We've got obviously recruitment business, we're opening a new business next month, also digital, which we'll talk a bit more about in the next couple of months.
1: For the recruitment, let me say where we're going to do it. Just explain about the office, the goal, the vision, and what what what's supposed to be, what we want to do with it. New
0: office open in Motor City, Control Tower. Um, It is going to house at least 250 people. It is the most open, bright, fun, collaborative space we've ever, ever had. it's going to have loads of facilities for staff in terms of uh, it's going to have a, a, its own a Starbucks in there like a, a, a coffee area it's going to have a DJ booth loads of collaboration areas so we're going to Tuck Shop Tuck Shop It's sell English food yeah, its own in there. shop in there Will we have um, Flaming Hot Monster Munch? Monster
1: Munch You've got it all. We'll oh, pickled
0: Onion You're probably going to put a bit of weight on going to the office Oh God But um, it's going to be the most open space where we're encouraging people to talk and meet a bit more which Rather than sit behind a desk. Yeah, and I think the last couple of years, that's not happening enough. So I think with this space, you yeah, know, it's going to be... A... This will be the best real estate office in Dubai. That's, that's what I've got my my target on. And the best we've ever done.
1: So we're recruiting for that office?
0: We need, to, we need to fill it. We've got lots of different positions, not just real estate agents, but we are in London and in Manchester yeah. on the 21st of March through to the 24th. I think 4th. it is, yeah. So it's four day, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. So four days, um, two different sessions. Reach out to our head of recruitment, Cameron Hutchinson, Cameron at allsupandallsup.com, um, and go meet him, have a chat to him, see what it's all about. Or DM us, and we'll we'll get you to reach out to you. Exactly. I think that's about us for this week. Anything more yeah you? Uh, Final thing, really, is just this very
1: quick one on the new virtual assets uh, yes. laws that have kicked in. So, anyone interested in crypto, Sheikh Mohammed announced a new decree for a new law that's come into place. We don't need to go into too much detail on it, but I think it's the real first official law to regulate uh, any crypto that's being launched because crypto is easy to launch. Me and you could launch the slap coin tomorrow <laughs> and we could sell it to people and we could have a billion coins and then no one really knows what happens with the coin afterwards so there's a whole regulation now behind what's back in the coin who's got the coin how much liquidity is in the coin they want to know about the actual asset
0: itself i think dubai was first the punch very very quickly there after joe biden america u.s president yeah um basically set a task force up to basically look into regulating crypto in the uae it's actually digital assets the official word that we have digital assets and the big thing there is that governments now are looking to recognise this as a form of currency or yeah. an asset, which I think adds more credibility to it. I think it's a good thing. It's an exciting thing. I think it will play a part in our future. And I think it will play a part in real estate. To what level?
1: <laughs> it's a question that no one can answer. It's, it's all about the pickup, isn't it? How easy? I mean, at the moment, and we've talked about the metaverse, and so now I don't want to go into too much detail of it how easy is it to pick up because like i said when i bought um, when i try and get your average consumer that's not me and i'm quite tech savvy to open a trust wallet
0: to then link it to your OpenSea and download it's it's not as easy we are going through a generational thing at the moment with crypto with everything else where our younger brother who's 22 23 this is very normal whereas I know that. if you talk about someone in their 40s 50s 60s you <laughs>
1: Not quite, yeah. Uh, it's difficult for them. So I told you this already. I sold my Ethereum $2,000 to link to my trust wallet. In the Wolf one, what's it called? Wolf? Um, it's like a uh, MetaMask MetaMask. MetaMask box thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sold it. MetaMask doesn't even hold Ethereum. So that 2000 is currently in a cloud
0: somewhere. That The cloud's laughing you at me. probably sent it to the wrong wallet or something. No,
1: they don't hold Ethereum. Um, not Ethereum. Um, what did I sell? There's another one was a theory it was a different it was I can't remember what it was but any anyway, sure that yeah I've lost 2000 The amount
0: of money that's in the cloud the,
1: somewhere that people have lost find me that cloud and I will go walk to that cloud well very informative chat today lots going on in Dubai lots going on in the business world see you next week see you soon